Hey followers, this is Doug Kenny talking. I'm currently in the Cave of Wonders searching for the magic lamp, but instead I found this, my screenplay, Mose and the Great Escape. Today, Andy McPhee and I have Chantel Lewis with us, and she's going to share what she's been up to. Welcome, Chantel. Hello. And I'm currently... Hi, Chantel. Just yeah, thanks for, thanks, for, thanks for jumping on, mate. It's, um, uh, it was good, good of you. I know you're pretty busy. Um, and look, just a quick thing. I'll just share a little bit about for people who haven't uh, tuned into the channel and yourself, Chantel. I started working with Doug five to six years ago. He's high-functioning autism. But the, the motto that uh, Doug sticks to is he's not defined by his autism. Um, he went through a lot of... Uh, you know, depression, uh, bullying at school, not fitting in. And now he's written eight books, two of them are bestsellers on Amazon about autism biographies. And we've created nearly, uh, Doug's, you know, pretty much done all that, created over 6,000 people on his channel. And we created this new series, Relentless and Unstoppable, interviewing people like yourself who have a story to share in the hope of you know, inspiring and motivating other people. So, um, welcome. And can you share a little bit about what you do? Who are who are you, and what are you up to? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I'm Chantel Lewis. Hi, guys. Um, I am an actress here in Los Angeles, California. I'm also a professional celebrity makeup artist. Um, which uh, they kind of go hand in hand. I always say, like, I don't remember life without makeup because I started dancing, acting, theater since I was three years old. So um, I was always, you know, in the chair and doing makeup. And then I picked up makeup professionally about 10 years ago as well. Um, yeah, just as an actress, you know, the, the ups and downs and the in-between time, I always have to be like creative and like, it just was like, it came naturally to me. So, um, yeah, so I'm still currently pursuing both, um, careers and I, I, I love everything right now. I'm on a soap opera. I shoot, you know, a couple times a week and, um, yeah, and then I, I mean, it's COVID, so the clientele for makeup was, you know, really, really rough. I didn't work for, you know, a solid four to five months, but it's kind of picking up, sort of. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, uh, that's awesome. What's, and what's the TV show that you're on? What's the soap? It's called General Hospital. You may have heard oh, of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. General yeah. Hospital. I've heard of that. Mm -hmm. It's actually my mom's favorite show on the planet, so I feel like she manifested it more than I think she's more oh, wow. than I'm on the show. <laughs> but no, it, the, it's been great. It's like a wonderful, you know, community and family over there. So, mm. how long has that show been running on air now? Fifty-five years, I think. Wow, that's incredible. And some of the set stuff you'll see, like things that were written. It's just, it's really cool. It's like this whole, um, wow. yeah. Like legend. That's awesome. Fifty-five years, man. That's wow. That's I've crazy. Been about two years. So, but yeah. yeah so cool. other than you know that as my career, I'm I'm a yogi as well. So I do yoga every day, twice a day, which I yeah. love. And um, I'm a beach baby. I'm just like you know I was a marathon runner for a while, but that goes into my story of why I transitioned from like 
oh, fitness and like health and just like really taking care of my body, mind, soul. And like, it's just- That's yeah. exactly what I'm trying to do in the future. I'm trying to get myself into better shape as far as my health. Who wants to work out? There we go. There we go. Woo! And I'm actually shooting for the goal of running a marathon. Really? Do it. Yeah. I mean, I, don't know, but I was never on the bucket list. It just kind of organically happened. But um, I guess I can go into it a little bit. But 11 years ago, I was in a car accident, just like oh. any other day. And I lost my left hand. So I oh, I, I see. So that being said, I always say it's the gift of perspective. It was like any other day. Um, driving down Wilshire here in Los Angeles from my best friend's house and a semi truck pretty much took off the left side of my driver's seat. Like had I been this much closer over, I wouldn't exist. So I always say like, well, I, didn't, I didn't die that day. And um, yeah. yeah, it's the gift of perspective. And literally, so from that moment, I won't say it was all rainbows and ponies, but it was a shift of like, I'm just happy to be here. The sky is bluer, the grass is greener, the, you know, the, I hear the birds chirping. It's this whole like, oh, you know, like, and during that time, which is interesting, I was an aspiring actress. I'm, I was 23 when it happened and acting was my life. And, you know, in the industry, it's like, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not talented enough. I, you know, you go in, you, there's so much rejection in the industry. And I just was so hard on myself. And then I feel like that yeah. was kind of the like, Oh, okay. Bigger picture, Chantel, <laughs> you know? So I think that's kind of what, um, I mean, of course I wouldn't have, wouldn't wish that traumatic accident on anybody, but I will yeah, say neither would I. And <laughs> Honestly, you're very pretty. I must say that. Well, thank you. You're so sweet. Um, yeah, but like you, um, Doug, like you mentioned earlier, like my accident and my hand does not define me. And that's the message that I always, you know, want to, because people are like, oh, and I forget half of the time or like if people are staring or people are like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, for what? Like, they're like, oh, you know, like, I'm like, oh, oh, about my hand. That's the least of my worries <laughs> half of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Really impressive. But I to, you know, like now that I, I'm a yogi and I literally, I have my yoga mat back here and I have my block and I, I've adapted in a way where I can practice and inspire others. Like there's nothing that like, of course, physically, like mine's just like a, physical reminder and a lot of it is you know internal and people deal with mental health and I've definitely struggled with my fair share of depression anxiety and PTSD <laughs> and it shows up unexpectedly but I've definitely you know <sighs> navigated through like what's going to how to get through it you know I, I, yeah. I that's yeah. that's a, yeah it's one of those things Chantel like with with Doug, you know, like uh, just going into the, the the other side, the fitness thing. Doug weighed over three hundred and twenty pound. He's down to two twenty, and we got him on to eating healthy, walking, and now he's starting to run. So, why I'm mentioning that is because of what you shared. Sometimes um, it takes, you know, when your back's up against the wall. Uh, I actually forget the guy that said this. I was talking to him, but he basically said his back was up against the wall 
and he had nowhere to go. Um, and so he had to come out fighting. And he, he quit the job he was in. He hated it. And he just said, I can't do this anymore. And they said, look, either you, you do what we want or you leave. He said, well, I'm leaving, and now he's created his own business. So whatever it is that pushes up against the wall, like we have some incredible people like yourself on the on the interviews here, and one of them is Janine Shepherd, and she was awarded um, you know, a bigger Australian award by the Australian government many years ago, and she was training for the win. Oh, the Royal Order of Australia. Yes, thanks, Doug. Um, and she was training for the Winter Olympics, uh, this was probably going back, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, 30 maybe, um, and she got hit by a, a, a truck, a semi-trailer, and she ended up in hospital, paraplegic, being told she'd never walk again, and um, she basically said when she came out of the hospital, she was being wheeled out, and a, a plane flew over, and she looked up at it and went, well, if I can't walk, I'll fly, and she became a small aircraft pilot, then she became a commercial pilot, and then oh. she became a stunt pilot and a stunt pilot instructor while she was in a plastic cast, like, you know, so, you know, her body was secure, and she's a TED speaker, she's written books, so, you know, it's amazing, she said, I won't be defined by my, my body, and so the same with you, like, um, Whatever it is that occurs in life, it's people like yourself and um, everyone has a different journey, but the inspiration for people to take action can change people's lives. So can I ask you, what would, you went through, I could understand um, a lot of anxiety uh, after that accident, I'm sure. So what actions did you take to actually help you get to this path where you are now? You know, just like the story you told, rather than focusing on what I had lost, I focused on what I had and hence why, one, I wasn't driving for about six months because it was a little, you know, off the road for a little bit and I started walking and then I was like, well, I can get there faster if I run. And I was like, well, I still have my legs, so I may not have my, my hand, but I still have my legs and I can walk, wait, I can run. And then that's how I transitioned into the marathon running. And it kind of, you know, and also, I mean, they had you on, had me on so much medication and I threw all of that out maybe two months into after the accident, just, I didn't want to, oh, I was wow. like, I'm an actress. I don't want to be numb and dumb. I don't want to, if I'm going to feel the pain, I want to feel the pain. If I'm going to be happy, I don't want it to be because of some pill or whatever. So, but the running, yeah. the anxiety. Um, but again, like, I'm saying like, so I, I just always said, instead of, it's not my disability, it's like, what am I still able to do? So my ability is I was still able to run. I was still able to, you know, um, like focus. And I, one of the coolest questions actually recently, someone, cause I celebrate my rebirth day, I call it. So every year I just had my 11 year rebirth days since the accident. Um, and they're like, if you can have two hands for one day again, what would you do differently? And I literally was like, absolutely nothing. <laughs> like I, you know, does that make sense? I'm like maybe time I do faster, maybe, you know, zip up my pillow, up my pants a little fat, like, but other than that, it was just more of like a state of mind. I'm like, I don't think I would do anything different. If anything, it's given me like these conversations, like this, you know, opportunity 
connect with other people that have gone through these life altering, life, you know, traumatic events in their life. And I learn from them just as much as I want to, you know, offer my to give to others. So it's always not about me. It's always about like others. And I think that's the thing. I'm not saying I was a selfish, you know, young bratty actress before my accident, but it was more a very self-indulgent industry. And I, now it's like, yeah. well, it's not really about me. And even when I am acting, I feel like it's to inspire others. And it's like, oh, oh uh, you still doing it? I, I think we're all a bit like that, Chantel. I think we're all, everybody, we're only human. I think we all get a little bit self-centered at times and selfish, but we don't, it's not necessarily meaning to do it. It's just sometimes the way life is and our circumstances, but it's when you become aware of that, that, you know, my body and brain are full of my stories. And if someone else annoys me for whatever reason, I've learned now through all my travel and journey, but hang on, they're dealing with as much as you or more than you. You don't know. You have no idea. There was a story that I heard um, this gentleman was sitting on a train and he said, I got re- he was, he's, a, he's a big life coach. He said, I got really annoyed at this guy sitting there reading his book and his kids were playing on the train, making a lot of noise. This was in New York, I think. And he said, he just wouldn't stop them. You know, he said, they were so noisy. And he said, I, I, I said to him, look, excuse me, sir. He goes, I don't mean to be rude, but would you mind your children being awfully loud? And the guy said, oh, I'm sorry. He said, I'm terribly sorry. He said, I... I'm sorry, I've just come from the hospital. My wife just passed away. And he said, I didn't even hear them. And he just went, oh, he goes, I forget what I just said. He said, forget what I just said. He said, I don't care how much noise they make. But, you know, it's a true story. And I, I, I wish I could tell you the guy who said it. But he said, see, we don't know. We have no idea what anyone else is, is coping with. So yeah. we do get a little selfish. But when you let that go and we understand that everybody's got a story Um, And we listen to people um, when we're talking to strangers or whatever. Like when I first, I only met you two weeks ago and it was through a great friend of ours, Sonny. And just the facts, listening to you and and hearing your story, I related to that because my young son, he's only 14, he was born with um, no fingers. So he's got little stubs and just the palm of his hand. So... um, it's the same thing. He's learned to adapt. I mean, okay, he's, he's got a palm. You haven't. But so I get how you've learned to adapt and the body's an amazing thing. But yeah. you also have to deal with what other people are thinking about you when they see it. Like I've watched him at school when he lived here in America and we'd be at school with an event and the kids would all get to hold hands. They'd go to grab his hand and then all of a sudden they'd let go and squeal. Oh, like that, like it was something weird and horrible. And I understand that. But how he dealt with that, I don't know because I, I would have been angry. Me personally, the way I was built, I would have been an angry kid. But he's he's dealt with it beautifully, you know. Like it sounds like you have, and Doug has as well, you know. Yeah, and I must just say for the record, uh, Jerry Trimble, an international kickboxer that we interviewed previously, mm-hmm. he said a story to us about how he overcame his fear of a bully that bullied him relentlessly. And I just want to say for the record, you know, people aren't brought up as bullies. The reason that people are bullies in most cases is because they're going through some personal struggles that people don't know about. And I've gone through some struggles as well, and I've adapted to 
trying not to let my anxiety get the best of me. And that's how I've adapted myself. And a few years back when I went through my struggles, there were a lot of things that I took for granted. And I kind of became self-centered, as Andy said, you know, and, and I, I've learned over the years that you should never take your ongoing success for granted because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's... And Chantel, how did you go after the accident? Like, I had a pretty full-on accident a few months ago. Oh, no, I was probably about six and got hit at an intersection at 12.30 in the morning. This guy was doing about 70, 75 mile an hour and I was only doing about 40 and he hit just hit the front of the car. I didn't even see him coming. It just wiped the whole car out. When the car finished spinning all over the road, I got out of the car, thank God I was okay, and so was my passenger. And I looked at the mayhem. Like, he'd hit a pole. The pole had come down on top of his car, crushed the car. He was okay. I tell you what, after that, it took me quite some time. And I'm not a nervous driver. I ride motorcycles, but, yeah, it. I watch intersections now, like, you know, a little nervous. Yeah, and very rarely does it happen now. It, only if I see, like, the same, like, setup, like, the, the thing, I'll get, like, a, you know. But, I mean, I, I don't know. And it's so interesting. I will say, immediately, like I said, I was having all these revelations. I was just so happy to be alive. Like, I was on, in a play at the 68 Cent, and I jumped back on stage two weeks later. I just kind of jumped back into life. But, like he was saying, I kind of... I think that was my go-to. That was my like defense, like my survival, you know, yeah. mode where I was like, okay, I'm going to keep acting. I'm going to keep running. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be inspiration. I started um, uh, speaking and I was going to write my book and I'm going to, you know, I had all these things that I'm, I'm doing. And then at some point I realized because it was like, everyone's like, you're such an inspiration. You're just, you know, you're so wonderful. And then you're so beautiful and you're so talented and you're an inspiration. And then one day I was like, I never signed up for this role. I don't even know what that means. I, why am I in yeah. it? I was like, I don't even know what my story is yet to be told. So like, there was a point, like um, Doug said, I finally allowed myself to feel and like, you know, and this actually came not too long ago. It was after a really bad breakup. <laughs> and I actually mm. had, I met him four months after my accident. So wow. I didn't really remember life like this new hand and, you know, made me feel normal. He thought it was unique and beautiful. And then we were together for about 10 years and then he left and that shock of like loss kind of triggered my PTSD. And I really, oh, right. oh. I don't think I ever really dealt with the fact that I lost a limb you know, and it's, of course, like, okay, but Chantel's go-to is like, I got to keep going. I got to gotta keep creating. I got to keep inspiring. And it's like, one day, I'm like, what if I'm actually having a bad day? What if I can't show up for these people and be this bright light? And, you know, I, I allowed myself to feel and it got pretty dark for a second, but I feel like I had to kind of go through that to peel back the layers and see like, where is this sword? Yeah. Because otherwise, it, you know, I, there was, things were starting to come up and I just started not liking this version of myself. I'm like, I'm a happy person. I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be this light for everyone that they say that I am. And it was just a lot. And then I, I yeah, I fell into some dark, dark depression in the last year, but also I think yeah. like where everyone had to like, you know, be still 
And a lot of people were triggered at that point and just to kind of like be still and not keep, you know, running in the rat race and <laughs> just like, yeah. And, and like you just said, sometimes, um, yeah, you have, the, and you've got to have those moments where you, you hear what everyone else is saying about you. And when you've gone through a traumatic accident or event, yeah, keeping ourselves busy keeps us away, but that thing is still there. It's not going anywhere. And then it's good that it does come back because it gets, well, sheesh, okay, I've got to where I am and I've used this to get to where I am, but right. that, that terror is still there or that not understanding why one thinks I'm so great. I'm only doing it because if I didn't, I'd be sitting home feeling sorry for myself. So we right. try it's hard to understand sometimes that we do inspire people but like you said when you accept the fact that you've made a difference to somebody you know like somebody somewhere even just the people we've had on these interviews I've had a lot of people um, come to me and Doug uh, talking about mental health and suicide because we have a, a series on here talking about that with you know people who've started non-profits and um, since that started three young people and people I personally know have lost their kids, 18 years old, you know, and that's, that's only in the last six months, which is just terrible. 